0: Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. I love this music. Let's dance it out. It's Tuesday. Get into the groove. It's time to take your emails. It's time to commiserate. The podcast is here. Don't you worry your little head. We're gonna give some advice. Andy, it'll be said. I wish I was a better rhymer. You're right on tempo. <laughs> I'm right on tempo, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Sure. Hold on. Welcome to the J Train podcast. Here we come to you with some advice.
1: You almost—you had it. I almost then, had uh, it. You were really—I
0: was really on. Hold on, let's try it again. The J Train podcast every Tuesday. You know where
1: you go for Brews Day. No, it was a—that's I feel like that's the best take we're going to get. That's the best one we got. Well,
0: very excited to be here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend, and let me just tell you right now: here's the best thing you can do for me. You can support our sponsors, you can come to our shows, you can post it as your Instagram story. That's right, people. Make your Instagram story screenshot right now. Tag, tag a friend, tag a bitch, tag a lover, tag a a foe. I'll take a foe. Why not? We'll take them all. We're in Feather Nation Studios. It feels good When you guys make it your Instagram story I, Every time you make it your Instagram story I get completely naked And I take a bunch of feathers And I just start feathering my whole body Feather these nuts Feather, Nation Feather
1: those nuts That's
0: right Feather Nation Studios Capacity crowd here <laughs> Very busy here at the studios We have a lot of people here yeah, they're, they're easy. Calm down. It's enough. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Shelby here on the ones and twos. It's me, Shelby. That's right, at Classic Shelby. All of you guys need to go follow Shelby. The photography is fantastic. Grazie. I, yeah, that's right.
1: I appreciate it.
0: Shelby, a lot of enthusiasm out of you. You got to calm down. The, you and the crowd are a little too much. Thanks. Um, I'm very excited about today's guest. Uh, This is a new guest. Hit that button.
1: It's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right. A new guest.
0: So sometimes I'm like, sometimes I, you know, listen, we tape... Our scheduling has been a little bit different lately. We're trying to get used to it. Yeah. This is why we've had some alone podcasts, which you guys have seemed to enjoy. They love you. Yeah. The dim the lights alone episodes. But we want to always be changing. We always want to be, you know, getting ahead, finding new people. Um, and sometimes, so today we had Shanae Alexander, who was fucking great. On Friday. On Friday. We had, so we taped two today. We taped Shanae, go listen to that episode. She's very good at this whole thing. I just enjoy, yeah. you know, like, rapping a, with her.
1: Female J-Train.
0: She has a female J-Train, press on podcast, go check out her stuff, at Shanae Alexander. And then I had an open slot. I I, I And I was looking for people to do the show. And I did a show last night. And, you know, I do stand-up every night. So a lot of nights, you know, people are like, so, you know, when they ask you about stand-up, they'll be like, do you go to every show? Do you sit? And I'm like, no. You know, like sometimes I'll walk in, go on stage, walk out. Sometimes um, I'll be in another room hanging out or looking at notes. But this was Petey Debreu's show, um, which is at Grand Torino. I want to make sure people know about this show because it's a very... It's one of those things. It's in Brooklyn. It's a bar called Gran Torino. It's every Tuesday night. Um, I was on it last night, and these are shows that happen around New York all the time, and I do all the time. So I don't
1: usually give a shout-out to these shows. Yeah, they're, they're, they're great, but you're not on it all the time. But So I don't know. You have to trust the show. If you're in
0: New York or in Brooklyn, and you want to look like a cool person who knows what's going on, Go to Gran Torino, show up around 30, 10 o'clock. And, and if you're listening going on a Tuesday, yeah, you're not cool enough to go, obviously. But if you're sitting there going, ooh, that could be fun one night. I had like six glasses of Pinot, Gris, Pinot uh, you know, Malbec. I had like six glasses of wine.
1: I love wine.
0: Love a good wine night. Got on stage, they have a band. It just, and Petey Debrayu, who's been on this show before, He's one of those people that brings the whole group in. He makes you feel cool for being there. So I was on the show, and I sat in the crowd and had fun watching the show. And uh, our guest today was fantastic and hilarious and is here all the way from China, Shanghai. And I was like, and she was so funny, and we talked after the show, and I was like, come on the, come on the podcast. So Nora Yang, everybody, give it up for Nora.
2: Hi everybody.
0: Nora Yang, you can all go follow on Instagram at NoraYang37. Um, she's hilarious. I enjoyed watching your set last night. Thank y- you. You're here from Shanghai, China, which is a place I've been to perform.
2: That is wonderful. And you should come more often. I would love to.
0: <laughs> I-, I had such a good time in Shanghai. What uh so how long have you been doing stand-up? What got you in? And I think like for the listeners, like like, I'm, I don't know if you think this, but I feel like I come off as the most American guy ever. No? No. Okay. Because I feel like I'm like a loud idiot. <laughs> I feel like I'm just a loud, you know, stupid, doofy guy. And I come off as American. So I, sometimes I think the listeners here are like, like to hear someone from China talk about China. Like that's, to me, that's cool. That's why I wanted to have you on.
2: Yeah, so um, to be honest, because I'm already on the show, I'm not afraid of saying anything I like. Um, <laughs> I think you strike me as Italian. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, I get Italian, Greek. Right, but a lot. Right, I,
2: I, but I think because I love the Godfather oh, the okay. movie, <laughs> I think you look like a mafia. I could be in um, the mafia. Um, that's why okay. I was threatened to be on the podcast. I don't really want to, <laughs> but uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I think Jared is amazing. I, be- I had so much fun last night. Please, and thrilled please, to be please. on the podcast. Um, I've only been doing stand-up for like less than three years. Less than three years. Yeah. Uh, and I do it in both Chinese and English.
0: What is the... So what got you into it? Like, you know, because I went to China and it was... There's a scene there. Yeah. Like there's people doing stand-up and stand-up is one of the few American art forms. Yes. So it's, it's interesting to see it in other countries. Uh, what got you into it?
2: I mean, it's, it's really just, you know, a miracle that um, I was watching this show in Hong Kong, a stand-up okay. show. And then there's a white guy comedian on stage. And he was like, do we have an American the house?" And then the whole American people, woohoo! Yeah. Like Australian, woohoo! Chinese. I'm the only one. You're the only one? I'm the only one in that room that night. So everybody looked at me and he was like, all right, I'll do a racism joke anyway. So he did a joke.
0: (laughs) So so he did a joke that was like racist (laughs) against Chinese people? Yes.
2: And everybody laughed, including me because that was actually funny. But anyways, after that, there was a cocktail party. So Mm. I went to a party with my friend and then I got drunk and then the comedian came up to me and he was like, you're the girl from China, right? I was like, yeah. And he was like, I just want to say this is not personal. This is stand-up. The mm-hmm. stand-up is a form of art that's offensive. So I hope you don't fa- feel offended because I really enjoyed the show. But I That's was- also <laughs> one of those things
0: that people say that aren't funny. <laughs> you know, when they go, everything's <laughs> offensive, so you have to get on board. It's like, no, no, no you uh, I mean, it, it's funny it, that you were like the joke was funny so it doesn't matter yeah
2: yeah but that's that but it me, has to be funny otherwise yeah. like i would just think it's a fan of course right? it, it has to be funny. That is bottom line of stand-up
0: of course things can be offensive if you're more funny than offensive you win
2: that's exactly that's I, i'm on point. board with that, that but is, it's funny that's the way the he
0: <laughs> serviced to you you know
2: yeah i guess he's trying to be polite and also mm. i'm very cute looking but anyway so
1: <laughs> that helped things yeah
2: <laughs> but so my friend said that like, i I sat back like I talked shit back but I was so drunk I couldn't remember yeah my friend was like she couldn't remember either but then the whole like audience or like whoever is in the bar that day just circled around us and started applauding for me for talking shit back to the comedian
0: really
2: and then the comedian this is was like, like
0: eight <laughs> mile
2: I really want to I wish I could remember what I said because uh-huh. I feel like I can never top that so um, you were
0: you were you know talking shit
2: I, I basically I basically, you, you, I don't know like you I, I don't know what I said sure. but then um, people, people are like <laughs> <laughs> people are like oh you're so funny and then a comedian he's actually very nice he's like you're funny you should be on the open mic that's amazing and I was like I moved back to Shanghai and he was like I'll introduce you to Kung Fu Comedy Shanghai so why and don't you? Andy Curtin yeah so Andy
0: I know he's the one that brought me to China
2: oh really yeah he oh, saw wow. me at the
0: comedy cellar and he was like we have an open week come to Shanghai and I was like. Awesome, and he's a great guy, and he he's is. he's like created a whole scene there.
2: Yes, he is the first one who ever created a Chinese, uh, sorry, English stand up club uh-huh. in China. He also created like super authentic theme or like venue in Shanghai. Yes, that all the other comedians, like Chinese comedians, like they they love that venue. They just want everybody wants a headline in that venue. Basically, it,
0: the kung fu comedy, the kung fu I, comedy, because I performed there, and it was so funny because. Shanghai felt like another planet to me. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like it, it, really? it I felt very far away from home. Oh yeah. Um, I'm sure you, feel, but you went to school here. You did exchange here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, you're probably a little bit more comfortable now. Mm-hmm. But I remember going to China, and I, I, growing up, there was a movie Big Bird in China. Oh yeah. And I was like, I'm Big Bird. You know, like <laughs> I felt like I was the thumb that stuck out in i was i felt out of place mm-hmm. and the interesting part was first of all i'll tell I'll tell the story afterwards but the interesting part was that the minute i walked into kung fu comedy the the comedy club i was like oh i felt at home i was like oh i just walked oh, into nice. like an american embassy yeah because if i was like oh it looks like a comedy club here's the bar here's the stage the lighting the 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 writing all felt like totally. a comedy club and i was like oh i it was interesting it was kind of the first time that I realized like how much um comedy is a community mm-hmm. and anywhere you go in the world if people do stand up and Jerry Seinfeld like I think he said it he was like comics always have something in common cuz they've all bombed they've all done well and they all have a notebook in their pocket and it's like or they have their they have notes on them that are that would seem insane to anyone else I'm like yeah and I, that kind of going to Shanghai and seeing the club that's how I felt the other funny part is that my poster was up outside and there was a guy that i went to college with who was working at exxon out in china
2: no way and
0: he goes and we don't we knew each other in college but we don't we don't keep in contact and i get an email from another friend being like forwarded being from this guy being like is jared freed (laughs) doing stand-up in shank like he didn't know i did comedy and then he was like, "Isn't he coming here?" So he ended up coming to the show, and we hung out wow. that night. Wow! What a small world! But that's um,
2: crazy. It's
0: crazy. So, so you get in and start doing open mics, and um, and now you're, you know how has it been you enjoy you enjoy it obviously
2: i just love it like yeah. the whole experience is amazing for me because i always find myself to be a funny person mm-hmm. and i did not know that you can start it off from open mind to be stand-up i thought that you have to do schools
0: yeah to I, do it's that. like, like that, where, that's what i thought where, where's human resources <laughs> to apply for the stand-up comedian yeah. job yeah i understand that
2: i was like oh i didn't major in stand-up i can never be a comedian <laughs> in the future um so i was really got I did it and I started with English stand-up and mm. then Andy, he was like, are you Chinese? I'm like, yes. He's like, why don't you also do English, Chinese stand-up? I was so like, I have to do that. You
0: have to. I, and I do you know I know Storm Zoo. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Zhu? I'm yeah. sorry
0: if I'm mispronouncing, but he, I, I met him. He was oh, a cool. young guy when yeah. I was there. But uh, what Andy's doing, I remember he got hired, I think, to like be like, to like create. I was like, dude, you're like at the forefront of so much like this is half the world you know and it's it's very cool to me um but you you went to school here a little bit yeah. and what are you doing here now what's the what brings you to america
2: so i'm just visiting here Mm -hmm. um i actually have a daytime job to Mm -hmm. support i don't know about comedy here but in china it's so not mature that there's very few full-time comedians you have to do part-time to support your life. Uh, most
0: people are doing that as, as they go up. Uh, that's, the, that's the case for a lot that's of comics. very too.
2: relieved to know. So yeah. I still have a job. I'm taking my annual leave here. But I'm very fortunate because the China Institute here in New York, mm-hmm. they invited me over for a panel which happened yesterday on What Makes China Laugh. Oh, wow. So it wow. happened. It was so fun. So
0: you, the job you have is okay with you doing stand-up?
2: Yes, my boss knew about it. And Actually, that's why he kind of recruited me. He was like, you are such a fun person. I want you to work for me. I was like, boss, just so you know, I would not <laughs> give up my dream in stand-up. He's like, yeah, I wish my daughter can find something like that. Like, in that's you. fantastic. So um, he's been very supportive. How was the
0: panel? Was it okay?
2: It was fantastic. Like yeah. We have a full room, like just so crowded. Some people have to stand. And people are just very curious about you know the stand-up or like comedy in general in China because they have sure. no idea of, China you've been to China, so you know how it might be different than we expected I I it was different
0: than I expected Uh, there was like there weren't rules um but there were rules did how did you feel about that like I I I don't mean you know but I'm saying like I remember it was like I'm not a comic I'm not very political Mm -hmm. like I don't you saw last night I don't talk Mm -hmm. about political stuff I'm talking about stuff that happens in my life
2: and music and and I sing a little (laughs) bit uh, on the
0: side but I um for me it wasn't like like, it wasn't like things were off topic. I, I remember like mentioning Facebook and I was like, am I, is there, are people going to understand what Facebook is? And then everyone knew yeah. like it, the world is way smaller and less yeah. scary than you think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: There cannot be 1.4 billion people who's dumb and not know Google and Facebook. That's <laughs> not possible. <laughs> just, yeah, that's true. The whole country. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like they just, I would say there's like invisible line that you have. Like, for example, the Explain question, the
0: invisible line to people.
2: Like, there's no rule specifically of what you can say or what you cannot say. But uh-huh. there's some, like, consensus. For example, like, really, like, in Chinese, at least, like, you cannot touch politics. Yeah. That's it. Like, people, I mean, everybody know about it, So you don't have to have a document. Sure. To remind people of not be able it's, to make fun it's of It's
0: interesting that. because, like, I'm watching this, like, MBA China story. Oh. And that's, like, huge right now. Yeah. What's going on? And, like... It's interesting that nobody really knows what they're talking about like it, it kind of seems that way yeah um, but it, but you're watching the interesting thing to me is to watch the NBA players struggle through like having to give this opinion you're like
2: mm-hmm. yeah I
0: don't know what I would do <laughs> in the in the same position but yeah
2: it's I would say that it's really hard like because um, no one can see the full side of the story basically because mm-hmm. I you know, have access to, like, Twitter, and etc. So I can read what's happening on Twitter. Mm. I can read what's happening, like, um, within China. And I know that, like, the stories can always be divided. Like, people can have overwhelmingly in one opinion. Then other audience will be like, oh, so this is the mainstream. And they will follow that mainstream. and They'll be influenced by that mainstream. Sure. I think that's one of the biggest problems. And then I really feel sympathetic for the NBA players because they are not in the good position to comment. Like, they know... I, I think they also, like, only know one side of the story or maybe, like...
0: Well, know. that's the thing. It's, like, uh, with anything. Yeah. With anything right now, the... And I always talk about this on this podcast where it's, like, the easy opinion is the is the one, the easy opinion. Like, yeah. it's the one that, like, I always... <laughs> there's one celebrity that I always talk about, Jamila Jamil. Uh, do you know who that is? Yeah. She's always right about everything. Like, and then there was a story a couple of weeks ago where... Ellen was sitting next to Bush mm-hmm. and then Jamila Jamila was like this is great and then and this is someone who's always yeah always right always <laughs> never like takes the like the gray side of mm. things she's always like racism is bad and you're like okay <laughs> you hero you know like
1: there's like the ad for like the Vite like the not flat. It's like diet candy, and there's teens in it. She was like, "This is fucked up," which it is. And everybody was like, plotted her went viral. And totally. then after that, she was like, "All right, now uh, Photoshop should be illegal." Yeah, and people. All right, this <laughs> she's it
0: always easy. right. And then the funny part about it is, then Ellen sitting next to George W. Bush. This is to some, this was like a heartwarming story of two sides of the aisle coming mm-hmm. together. And then all these, and Jamila Jamil was like, "This is great." And then I think someone was like. So you're cool with a war criminal? And then she was like, I didn't know about and then it's like she it was like watching someone run from one side to the other to make sure they were on the right side of the opinion group on Twitter. And it's like, we've all gone crazy. But that's why we're here. We're here. To give opinions out of our asses based on your emails. I'm very excited Woo. to have you here. Everyone go follow Nora Yang at Nora yang 37 on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I'm excited to hear your perspective. That's what the show is all about. We give advice. It's all about perspective. different From all the way across the world, Nora is here. So let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com, JTrainPodcast.com. At gmail.com. Stage five clinger. Are you familiar with that phrase? No. So stage five (laughs) clinger is like a common phrase as how to describe someone who like won't leave you alone.
2: Oh, okay. I They're see. clinging on to I you. I see, I see.
0: Hey, Jared, huge fan of j training and You Up. I look forward to both podcasts every week. Buckle your seatbelt for this one. I'm 23 and dated a guy a year younger than me for about four months. Things move very quickly. He flew to visit me when I lived out of town and we went on a couple trips together. Fast forward to four month mark and I decided to break things off because of the distance. Little did I know I'd be moving back to his area two weeks later for work. So they were long distance. Two weeks later, they break up. Two weeks later, surprise, I'm moving to where he lives. Mm -hmm. I quickly regretted ending things with him, and I was very upfront with my regret. He told me that he'd be worried to get back together because what if I blindsided him again? And she writes, understandable. It has now been two months since we have been living in the same area again. We have hooked up once and continue to talk seldom but it is mostly me who reaches out. I will admit I have been a little clingy because I can't wrap my head around him not wanting to be with me now that we are in the same state again. Clearly my ego is bruised. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Do I say forget it and move on or is it possible to trick guys back into something by hooking up with them and pretending you don't want anything? Wow, pathetic is what she wrote. (laughs) Do you have any thoughts on this? Do you have a a boyfriend, girlfriend? What's your relationship status?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm also dating a guy who's younger than me. Okay. Um and uh I mean I can totally understand when a lady feels like cling clingy? How do you y- pronounce it? Clingy. Yeah. Clingy yeah. To, to somebody. Um I it's very natural. But I think that you will grow out of it or the best way is you grow out of it. Because mm. what I see is again like you like they're just so many things to try out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, just give a quick example. Like I am born in China, I'm born in Shanghai. I am raised by very traditional family, like mm-hmm. Chinese parents. Um, and it always made me feel that, you know, like if you had more than three boyfriend, and not married you're a slut like, uh-huh.
0: you know, that's, you should,
2: <laughs> that, that's how my mom made me feel so. it's, weird.
0: it's a weird thing to have your mom say to you th- more than three you're a slut you when, know, when, like, she's you're on,
2: when I'm on my like, boyfriend number two my mom was like okay you have one more quota Just like, <laughs> be, be careful she, of who she, you use she on. crosses
0: <laughs> a picture you know like the, the outline of a man that goes on the bathroom yeah. she has three of those men on her wall she crosses out one two more to go yeah. One, two down one to go this
2: it's so a calendar I'm I'm facing <laughs> in my room every day. So, uh, but but that that really kind of gets me, you know, like nervous every time mm. when I'm dating. I'm like I f- I feel too so serious, and when you are too serious, you cannot really enjoy the whole process. I'm not saying yeah. that you should be, you know, fucking around or anything, but then you just have to be taking it easy, especially when you're 23.
0: I totally I agree <laughs> with you, and I I think, you know, the uh, her email is very specific, mm-hmm. and it's something that happens. What when people break up and then they blame the distance, mm. that is just a way to get out of a relationship without hurting someone you actually enjoy. Mm. So they, it, what's interesting about her email, it kind of proves something that I've talked a lot about in this podcast. Because when people say, hey, this long distance is no good, uh, that's an excuse yes, that we're no good. I agree. And the person that agrees to the distance being the excuse usually sees that as oh thank god i don't have to hurt that person (laughs) so that's kind of what happened with her they were long distance she ends it because of the distance he goes oh good i'm fucking out yeah good and then he goes oh no you're right the distance is too much two weeks later she moves back to town she's first of all it might be uh her home i think she things uh, a little back to you're in a new area so you're looking for anyone familiar to make you feel more comfortable. So of course you're going to be clingy to this guy because he's like he's something tangible and and steady that you can lean on that you know because you're alone. You're lonely in this new area and you're going, "Well, we broke up because of the distance. So now we can be together." And it's like and he's going, "No, well, yeah, it was the distance, but let's just hook up and not be together." And it's like the ex- the built-in excuse is what he's blaming but you're sitting there thinking well now that the distance is gone we can be together that's not the case
2: that is so amazing i have to say like i have not never heard of a of a love you know therapist conversation from a mafia this is just <laughs> like so perfect. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is, And now you I look shoot at them. You, oh, you're like, you know, you know, girls in relationship. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is, this is amazing. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, well, uh,
0: well <laughs> I'm just thinking of times where I've, where, where we have people write in a lot about distance and they're like, we broke uh, up because of the distance and it's like, no, you broke up because this isn't the match.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I love the movie. I'm sure you've heard of it. Like, he's not that into you. Yes, of and course. And this is such a classical textbook movie to a lot of girlfriends around me. So I believe guys never play hard-to-get game. So if a guy, if you reach out and a guy is really being, you know, distant or, you yeah. know, not responsive or this and that, he is just not like liking you that much. Yeah, so. and, and
0: I think for her, if you think you're going to hook up with him and then, you know, she says... Uh, trick guys getting in back by hooking no. up with them and pretending you don't want anything. You can't pretend that well. No, we all know. Here's the thing about pretending you don't want anything. Every guy knows every woman wants something at some point. So you <laughs> can't even pretend that, you know, we'll, we won't let you J train podcast, J <laughs> train podcast at GMA.com here with Nora Yang at Nora Yang, 37, go follow, get involved with Nora Yang. Uh, Let's do some we are sponsored people. Who Zip Recruiter. I love Zip Recruiter because it helps people that are in a very specific place in their life. You need someone to work for you. It's hard to find people. Your job whatever you do isn't finding people. That's Zip Recruiter's job. So go outsource this thing. Don't spend your day doing what you don't do. That's why you get involved with ZipRecruiter. Cafe Altura's COO, Dylan Miskovitz, needed to hire a director of coffee for his organic coffee company. That's what I'm talking about. This guy, Dylan, does coffee, okay? He needs someone to be the director of coffee. He doesn't doesn't do hiring. That's where ZipRecruiter comes in. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you, it finds them for you. So, when I say make the mailman work for you, make the ZipRecruiter work for you. Dylan posted his job on ZipRecruiter and said he was impressed by how quickly he got great candidates to apply. He also used ZipRecruiter's candidate rating feature to filter his applicants so he could focus on the most relevant ones and also focus on his real job, which is making the coffee. So with results like this, it's no wonder four to five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain, J-T-R-A-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We're here with Nora Yang at Nora Yang 37.0. Engage with the guest on social media, <laughs> yeah, go follow Nora yang at nori yang thirty seven Let's do this one. coworker crush curveball he's getting <laughs> engaged <laughs> now you said your your mom has the three boyfriend rule marriage when do people get married in China like what age do you
2: um it's getting later and later mm-hmm. uh, like everywhere, be... yeah. Uh, I think it's still like around like 27 on average Mm -hmm. now in China uh, maybe in the tier like lower tier cities it will be even earlier like 23 even 24 that's i know it's i love the way
0: you described lower tier (laughs) cities is that like not the major cities
2: yes i cannot let other people hear about this but uh, (laughs) i'm from shanghai so i have a proud shanghai
0: is like i mean the best unbelievable the 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 scene there the bars i mean i remember i went to did you go
2: to beijing your trip no just shanghai okay perfect because beijing is worse it
0: is Uh. (laughs) (laughs) it's like the new york la Um, um, I was in Shanghai at a at a nightclub. I remember on the what's it called the Bund. The Bund. Oh, cool. And there was like you're just looking at the Bund, yeah. and there were women on poles. Yeah dancing everywhere and just i was like i can't believe this it's crazy so this should be quick you can just tell me i'm a dumbass then i'll get over it but please read recently i broke up with someone i was in a long-term relationship with i am single for the first time in several years in the midst of that i am also about a year into a new job and in the months following my breakup i've realized i have feelings for one of my coworkers. We work together closely and are always talking and laughing at work. We often go out of, uh, after work for drinks and food. The majority of the time, just the two of us and can spend several hours just talking, hanging out together, often not going home until 11 p.m. or later. To be clear, he's never tried to make a move on me and we don't hang on the weekends. But still, we have so much fun together and I believe we have an intense connection. Here's the curveball. He has a serious girlfriend he's been with for years. I didn't even know she existed until we had already spent a few nights out together with him, ever, uh, without him ever bringing it up. I find it odd that he spends so much time out late with me and his girlfriend is totally okay with it. Fast forward, we've been hanging out for months uh, at work and post-work, and I'm officially super into him. But he just laid this on me. He's proposing to his girlfriend. Wow. So I have two questions. Is he into me at all, or am I nuts? Do I tell him how I feel or just get over it by burying this? I realize this is very risky. Help, please, love your podcast and you uh, can't wait to come see a show. So she writes, love, dumbass. You're not dumb. (laughs) You're not dumb. He's a part of this. You're a part of this. You're not crazy. What do you think, Nora?
2: Well, I mean, that's why I feel it's super, super weird and super, super amazing that I'm talking about this to a guy. But Mm. I feel like guys like a lot of guys they have different standard for like wife and a girl that have fun with so i feel like in this case the guy is like doing that a little bit mm-hmm. You know, like I've seen those people. Like, what do you the, mean
0: by different standard for a wife and they girl like, they have fun with?
2: Okay, um, like this girl, like maybe I don't know. Like, um, I don't know about it here, but then for example in China, like the parents' opinion is very important mm-hmm. in their relationship or in a marriage. So they would be like, okay, this girl, my parents gonna like it because she's from the same city. Um, she go to the same school, or like I don't know, she go to like she works in a very good company. Yeah. And this and that, or she's a teacher like in a kindergarten. You know, like parents love those. Of so course. Nurse. So this she, girl is uh, a wife material. In, but then in, that girl, she's a, for example, comedian. Sure. She, she's like just like very unstable. Like she flies all the way internationally. Maybe that's just someone that I can hang out,
0: hang out with and have fun with. And I, I understand yeah. that. They, uh, we, I don't know if they call this in China, but the, we the, the phrase checks a lot of boxes.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like
0: this girl, you know, one is your wife where you're like, this all makes sense. And yeah. that's why we went on this date and this date and yeah. this and then we got serious and now she's met the parents and we're already this far along. Yeah. I do think that exists here, but I think it's um it's a little different as far as um I agree with I don't think it's like because what you're saying is like one is worthy of my <laughs> like it sounds like but it's like that I I don't believe that to be the case. Like mm-hmm. I, I but I do think you can be so far along with someone. Mm-hmm. And then someone new comes into your life and you go, this kind of makes me, this fills a void that I didn't even know existed. Mm. Like they're hanging out. And, and listen, the, she wrote this email. The most interesting thing she wrote to me is we had already spent a night. Um, I didn't even know she, existed. he has a serious girlfriend. I didn't even know she existed until we had already spent a few nights out together without him ever bringing her up. What goes for you goes for the wife. So if you didn't know the wife or the mm-hmm. long-term girlfriend existed, yeah. she doesn't know the level to which you exist either. Yeah. So right now, you are someone who, yes, he's probably attracted to. Yes, you make him feel good in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he will... If he's going, if they're not even engaged yet and he's going to get engaged and he just told this to you, mm. I don't think he sees this as as you being the thing that stops him.
2: Mm.
0: You know? Yeah. Like, the fact that he told you, and I'm getting engaged, like, I'm sure he held that back. Um, I'm sure he's held back information from you because it sounds like...
2: But I'm very curious, like, in what circumstances does the guy tell this girl, like, you know, I'm getting engaged. Because I feel like if he has been keeping the secret mm. of having a girlfriend, then how come all of a sudden he's like, hey, I have a girlfriend. By the way, I'm going to propose to her.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think maybe...
2: I think something might have happened
0: in between. Like what made him all of a sudden come out with this information. Yeah. And, and also, he's kind of like bread coming bread crumbing which is like putting out bread leading you to mm, yeah. like information little by little so yeah. i don't really trust him i would say for for this woman who wrote in like i think you're great and he likes you and he's into you but he also he's like yeah but i'm already this is who i'm marrying
2: oh i think i've i think i've seen a similar movie or i've heard of like a similar story mm. where like um the guy, like, such guy, in the beginning, he will choose to hide the fact because um, the very fact will have you build up your wall against the guy. So
0: Interesting. Yeah, you you're will right. not build up the if relationship
2: he, with him if you knew that he had a girlfriend. He
0: wouldn't get the selfish stuff out of it. Because yeah. it is selfish. He's being yeah. like, yeah, I like that you give me attention to make me feel hot. Yeah. And I think for her, the only way in is out. Mm-hmm. So this is like, and I know this is, this is advice that's really hard to take because I I give I've given this advice before and you get this response that I don't know how to tell you not to do. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like I like to me like for for her you have to stop being so friendly with him. Yeah. You have to walk away from him. You have to be you have to stop doing the late nights with him. You're, you're saying how could his wife or how could his girlfriend mm-hmm. let him out so late yeah he's lying to her mm. so you need to stop with all of this kind of interpersonal stuff you have to be coworkers again if he comes to you and then you have to move on with your life you have to date other people and th- there's a chance and i'm not saying don't don't do this for the chance of this i'm saying I don't know what's going to happen because a lot of people, if I give this advice, they'll go, okay, so I pull away from him then I wait for him? No, (laughs) no, no, no. no. You pull away from him because he ain't going to fucking date you. Mm. So you got to go meet new, go out with new people, meet new guys, take the things you like about him to relate to the next person, take the things that he does that you can relate to, create a standard. And then the only way this happens is if he goes, hey, why aren't we hanging out anymore? And you go, and then you say, you have a girlfriend, it felt like we were having a connection that was more than just friends. You're also proposing to your girlfriend, then you lay it out. Mm. That's your chance to go, this is why I'm, you know. Yeah. Th- and This is why I pulled away. But first you have to pull away mm. and not count on that happening. Because he might just play aloof forever and find a new person to fit to, into your role yeah. that makes him feel like a big, you know, Man, you know, fucking big cock of the
2: walk. I have an advice on top of that. Please. Um, please, while you are pulling away, you have to watch this show called Why Women Kill. <laughs> then, uh, uh, okay, <laughs> it's getting so popular in China, and okay. all the girls say, "It feels like your life is not complete if you haven't killed a man." Um, really? So, no, I'm just kidding.
0: I'm just kidding. Okay, uh, Shelby, get out. The, get out there. The, yeah. <laughs> so what, what? What about? So you're saying that she might murder this guy?
2: No, I'm just saying that. Like you, you've seen the show or you've heard of the no. show. Oh, really? What's the show? It's a show by Lucy I'm, Liu.
0: I'm guessing it's Why Women Kill, but. Yeah. <laughs> but that is oh is. okay
2: yeah it's just about it's, it's a very well produced um, show it's about like three women in different time of the of the era like one the girls from 60s from 80s and the other one from a modern mm-hmm. and they're in the three very different relationship but in all three relationships they have met being into huge trouble or difficulty with their husband or their partner and interesting then in one of all husbands by the way and in one of them is a husband you know uh, having you know like this affair Mm. and then this girl is was like hesitating if he, she should continue or not continue and then um the reason why i'm talking about this show is because kind of because like everybody in the show they only know one you know they only know like one side of story as i we were talking about previously so you will feel like oh i see this side of story so this guy loved me he just loved love the wife yeah and this yeah. And that. yeah but then you watch the show you knew that okay actually what a guy thinking is this and that
0: yeah i i i totally agree that there's another side of this there's the woman that he just got engaged to and that's why you pull away like people kill over their love lives
1: like this is the (laughs) thing
0: the the like i i remember like my um when i when i started driving my dad's like that's you know a car is really the only way you could kill someone and i'm like Mm-mm. That's a weird way to put it. And it's like, yeah, also getting involved in someone's relationship where it's not yours. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. Indochino, that's right, baby. Uh, Indochino. Uh, listen, the best part, Indochino does made-to-measure menswear company, okay? This is a fantastic gift. This is something great for dad or your boyfriend or if you're a guy out there. Nothing looks better. You don't fit in anything they put on the rack, okay? I am a big torsoed, uh, large, thick-chested, short-torsoed man. (laughs) T-shirts are hard for me to find (laughs) because it's either like a dress or it's like a crop top. When you get made to measure... You start. You you're like, oh, I can look like a normal person in clothing. That's where Indochino comes in. Okay, Indochino is the world's most exciting made-to-measure menswear company. They make suits and shirts to your exact measurement for an unparalleled fit and comfort. Uh, here's how it works: you visit a stylist at their showroom over 40 showrooms in North America. Have them take your measurements personally or measure. Uh, at home yourself, and shop online at Indochino.com. Choose your fabric inside and out. Choose your design customization. Submit your measurements with your choices. Relax while your suit gets professionally tailored. This week, my listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $369. That's, I mean, people.
2: Christmas is coming.
0: That's right. Christmas is coming.
2: Thanksgiving you, is before that. Thanksgiving's
0: Friday. coming. These, this is just a great gift. for a made-to-measure suit is crazy good price. Indochino.com, when entering my code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at checkout. That's 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit. That's crazy. Plus, shipping's free. That's Indochino.com, promo code JTRAIN. Any premium suit for just $369, free shipping. Incredible deal for a premium made-to-measure suit. Once you go custom, you don't go back. That's the truth. (laughs) Because... Custom is where it's at. I'm telling you that right now. Um, and Jared
2: with, is a heaven assured. Says I have an offer you can refuse. That's
0: right. <laughs> you can't refuse this. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Nora Yang at Nora Yang thirty seven. Okay, let's do this one. Is he just a huge douche, or was he never into it to begin with?
2: Is there ever? I'm just curious,
0: sure. a guy emailing you? We, we so, we, <laughs> <laughs> so when we first started doing this podcast, it was all men that wrote in. Really? Yeah, and then we would, every now and again, we got a female email, and we would play music to, like, announce it. I don't know if we have the music still. I, I, we don't even have the I, music I 80, anymore. I 86, did. Yeah, what they say? It, it wasn't working in, no. and, um, and then we got s- somewhere along the line, women, started hearing this podcast. And it, it was made more for women, I guess. Uh, that's who really got into it. And we that's get so many emails. Um, and this person is writing, coming to you once again for your words of wisdom, I wrote in a few weeks ago by a guy who I was seating who was giving major relationship vibes. We had been seeing each other exclusively for a few months, met each other's friends, talked every day, the whole thing, but I wasn't sure exactly what we were because we didn't discuss it. Things were going pretty great until this past weekend. I went to the UA pod in Atlanta. It was great, thank you. And my friend and I met up with other friends to go out after. The guy I'd been seeing also wanted to meet us out. And we were having fun and mingling with each other's friends uh, I realized my phone was missing and we soon figured out it was stolen. Everyone else in the group we were with started helping look for it, calling and tracking it while the, yeah, yeah, the police involved. <laughs> while the guy I was, was uh was seeing sat there and laughed and drank his beer. It's a bad sign. Also, I, I mean, to take his side a little bit, what's he supposed to do? But he could help. After I left the bar and went home, he ignored my calls from friend's phone. He finally called back to tell me that I don't have my shit together, and this really shows my age. For reference, I'm 22 and he's 25. After about a huge difference, he's basically... Uh, uh after about an hour of him basically telling me that getting my phone stolen was somehow my fault made me immature I decided to end the convo. I haven't heard from him since. My question is what the fuck? Do you think he was looking for an out or is he just this big a douche to blame me getting my phone stolen or being immature? Things were going really well. He even spent the night the Thursday before this happened. Any insight would be great on this. Would love to hear your thoughts. Do you have any thoughts on this?
2: Um I thought is that um, he stole the phone? That's it. Like, oh <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> He's like, I gotta get out of this relationship. I'll yeah. steal it. I'll blame it on her. That would be the ultimate version of gaslighting. <laughs> in the like, just being like, oh, you, you can't keep your phone together. Yeah, it's in his back pocket. You
2: lost your phone and this man. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, it's uh, this is the funny thing that he posts. The age difference. Yeah. I don't know like what's your definition in the US that like a twenty two year old girl should be doing, but mm. I know a lot of adults lost their phone, lost their wallet all the time. Absolutely. Like, like what does their what does that to do with age at all? So well,
0: that's how people end relationships. And and the thing is, he wasn't that into you to begin with. Mm. He was looking for an out. He saw that it got more serious than he wanted it to get. Mm. And he was like, okay, the first sign that I can get out of this and create a little fire, I'm going to create it. Uh. I'm going to fan the flames. I think this is what he did. Because what you're saying, everything you said is correct. People of all ages lose their phones. Okay. Um, That doesn't maturity isn't listen it's one thing to lose six phones it's one thing to watch someone lose one phone Mm -hmm. we've all lost one thing yeah so he is making a big deal out of this because it's undeniable he and it's going back to the jamila jamil thing where she's always right so if you go to her well if you say to her well you know it's nice that there's diet products out there. for. She'll go, you go, you're in favor of children on diet products? It's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm always wrong. That's the thing for him. He can always be right. He can go, you lost your phone. You're immature. I need to be with someone who's mature. And it's like, you're 25 and drinking White Claw, dude. Yeah. Like, you're not, how mature are you? So to me, this isn't you doing anything wrong or being immature. I would r- run away from this dude. Because he was looking for the out, and he's like, okay, see that little spark of, of, of a problem? I'll wave a, a fan on it to make it a huge inferno. And then I'll run out behind the fire.
2: I totally agree with you. And that just remind me of one thing that I wanted to share. Please. Is that um, from my experience of dating or relationship, I find that there's one thing very important when you need to see how it feels when you're with your guy is that when you feel down for whatever reason for example you had a fight with a parent sure. you had a battle at work you lost your phone in this uh, instances you have to see what your partner responds to that because that is one of the best signs to see how he will take care of you mm. in the future yeah because when you're happy together and it's happy together when you're set together about one thing for example you both are going to uh, a festival and then the festival got cancer that's Affecting both of you. So if he's comforting you on that thing, that doesn't count. But if you are down for something personally to you that has nothing to do with him, then how he responds Shh. will be a good indicator.
0: And it's effort. That's and, and the, totally. The, there's nothing harder than helping someone that you don't. Just like you're saying, you you're not even on their wavelength. Yeah. But you feel it. Yeah. J-train podcast at gmail.com, J Train Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com guests
1: getting comfortable <laughs> episode shifting into second gear
0: Noryang yang at nori yang 37 we are let's do another email reappearing with a facebook friend request okay <laughs> j train and my man who makes me feel sorts of, of ways i have not felt before classic shell this is a dude email I have a question Finally. about something a girl. Did. <laughs> I have a question about something a girl did the other day. We had matched on Bumble and got to the point where we were texting, exchanging Instagrams, and had plans that never ended up happening. Then it just fizzled out. Our last communication was just, our last communication was just over a month ago. Mm. What are the dating apps in China?
2: We have a knockoff of Tinder. It's called Tan Tan.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, like,
2: just super similar. What does
0: "tantan" mean in English? Tantan
2: is like explore, explore. Okay. Yeah, literally. Um, what else? And Do you have other ones? We have like WeChat, and then in we WeChat, we have this uh, nearby function. Okay. I think, it, I think Facebook also has it. I, ca- I can't remember. But
0: WeChat is huge.
2: It is. It is. I remember
0: that was like a big thing there. Yeah. 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 Um, but you can meet random people off of WeChat. Um,
2: so, like, what's it? What's that? Is like you. Uh, I forgot if you shake your phone and then... You just turn on your location services and then you shake your phone and then it will tell you who is nearby to you. Really? Like like within 100 meters, these people... And you can say hi and then they can say hi back. And then you can... Do people
0: meet people that way?
2: You will meet a lot of prostitutes on that. That's what I
1: heard.
0: (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) So I just fizzled out. Uh, Our last communication was just over a month ago. Then on Sunday, while drowning in some bad scaries... Uh, Sunday Scaries, Sunday Weirds is like that anxiety you feel after drinking three days in a row. Okay. Um, I got a friend request from her on Facebook. I accepted it and prompted me to text her, hey stranger. I'm curious on this, uh, thoughts on this Facebook request. Was she trying to get to me to reach out again? Our conversation was great before, so I'm curious to see how things uh, go this time. I'm just surprised she didn't just shoot me a text if that's what she wanted. This may be unnecessary info, but it may help too. We're both new to where we live since we both just graduated and don't really know anybody. Do you have any thoughts on this?
2: So let me kind of rephrase sure. what's going on. So they were connected on Instagram?
0: They No, they matched on Bumble, which is another dating app okay. here. It's like Tinder, except the only way okay. you can talk to the...
2: But the Uh conversation expired after a certain time.
0: Um, No, then they exchanged numbers. They made a plan, but they never happened. Okay. Then it just fizzled out. They stopped talking. A month ago. Then uh, today, this weekend, Sunday night, she Facebook friend requests. Hmm. And then they start texting again. So he's wondering, what does this all kind of mean? Why wouldn't she just text him?
2: Well, I mean... I wouldn't find it to be surprising. Mm. I mean, there might be something I don't think
0: any of us are surprised. I don't even think he's surprised.
2: Really? He seems I to be confused. I think he's surprised.
0: He's confused that she wouldn't text. What does it mean to do the Facebook request? Yeah,
2: but there's more information of you on Facebook. So she yeah. wanted to know about more about you other than just like texting.
0: Oh, it's more investigation.
2: I think so. Mm-hmm. Cuz otherwise you are just a random person. Like a lot of people make fake profiles Yeah. on Tinder um, and, Sure. Uh, or like a tumble or whatever it is but i
0: i totally agree with what you're saying i think this is an investigatory i mm-hmm. think all of us are trying to convince ourselves into dates a lot of times where you're like because yeah. you, it's it's the person versus my couch <laughs> and the couch is really good
2: and you're like your couch is really amazing to be honest couch, i'm choosing right? this over my boyfriend <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> but i'm saying this couch. you go you're like ah do i want to leave the house or yeah. not And so I do think, in addition to what you're saying, I think she's investigating him. Mm -hmm. I think what's going on right now, and this is where it gets confusing, is people are trying to ask each other out without any chance of ever getting turned down. So we love comfortability. Mm -hmm. We love to be comfortable, and we hate hearing someone go, no. So what we do is... We Facebook friend requests. We do these soft reach outs that get the other person to react positively. And the more positive reactions we get, it's basically like asking each other out in a 15 step process. So it's like when you go on someone's Instagram and you like 10 pictures in a row and then you go and then they like 10 pictures of yours in a row. Then you follow. Then they follow you. These are all like buying signals that you're, you're giving buying signals and then they come back with a buying signal to say, don't worry, you won't get hurt here. So Facebook friend request is a version of, hey, I'm thinking about you. And then if he accepts it, it's like, hey, I accept that thought. Then it, then it tells him, now he's already done what she wanted. He texted. And then she goes, oh, now now we're back in the swing of things. Now it's, instead of her texting, the other option was her texting, hey, mm-hmm. being vulnerable and going, mm-hmm. hey, um, we never went out a month ago. I thought we had a really good conversation. I want to go out now. Mm. That has a yes or no answer.
2: Mm.
0: Facebook friend requests, there's no yes or no question answer there's
2: that's so surprising to me isn't that interesting you know, though all the like education or whatever impression i get of the u.s that people hear way more direct so in all yeah. the movies it's like okay <laughs> after drink your place my place that's it but then in china or in Asian culture we are more you know taking it step by step and yeah. we will indicating for example i'll be like the moon is beautiful if you agree with me then you also like me in a way and then we can continue <laughs> the conversation well this is kind <laughs> of going towards that asian route i would assume <laughs> but that's Asian culture so I'm very surprised to see that you are also interpreting as this you know like step by step. I think this approach. is happening a
0: lot more now oh, especially really? with social media. I think oh, social cool. media has allowed us to not get hurt. Not get hurt. But yeah. also get hurt. Like we're out, we're doing death by a thousand paper cuts. <laughs> so we're, like this this g- girl was like I don't want to get turned down. Mm. So instead I'm going to Facebook friend request mm. to see if he does anything positive. Okay. And now it'll inch me towards a date. If I'm this guy, she likes you. She wants to go out. Mm-hmm. She's already said that on a dating app. You have to stop with the tippy toe. You got to go, hey, let's get drinks this Thursday. And you got to stop with this, oh, I'm busy. I'm bu-. No, no, no. Be direct. Be turned down. <laughs> be, put yourself in a position to be turned down or else you do nothing i agree with that J-train Podcast at gmail.com J-train Podcast at gmail.com we're sponsored people have you heard the buzz about rothy's they're the shoe company that's making cute shoes out of recycled plastic water bottles they're insanely comfortable and machine washable oh, it can I think be, i've
2: heard of this have you heard of them yeah they're I great it's, I, I got it's them from i big in china too I've is heard, it i've seen it on wechat um store okay um, WeChat has everything. I think they have. I think uh, what's her name? The queen or the princess of? Yes. UK also wear that, right? She wears. Them. Okay, yeah, I, I know I know that. That was
0: part of their ad company. Uh, Kate Middleton wears them.
2: yeah, yeah. I know about this brand.
0: I got them for my mom because I was like. You're the Kate Middleton in my life. And uh, she loves them. They're great. They're comfortable. They work for multi, like a bunch of different events and and in-between work and to work and all that stuff. So Rothy's is the everyday flat for life on the go. Stylish, classic, comfortable. They come in four styles. The flat, the point, the loafer, and the sneaker. They go with everything office to the weekend. And they come in tons of cute colors, patterns like herringbone, zebra, and ombre. Plus, they're sustainable. These shoes are made made from recycled plastic water bottles and they are manufactured in a zero waste facility so you can feel good about wearing them. This is great. Also, 85% of shoes end up in landfills, not Rothy's. When you're done, instead of throwing the shoes away, you send them back to R- Rothy's for free. Will be, they'll be recycled in the for new shoes. Awesome. So check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash jtrain. That's rothys.com slash jtrain. R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash jtrain to get your new favorite flats. Comfort, style, sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothiescom slash JTrain today. If anything, just go to the site and look at them. Look at them. They're going to fit into your life. That's the thing about these shoes. rothiescom slash JTrain. Rothies be comfortable and cute. Here with Nora Yang. At Nora Yang 37. We got time for one more. One more email. Let's do this. Uh, okay. What do we think? I'm going to give you the choice based on the titles. Mm. Okay? Can someone be too broke to date? Set up after a long relationship. Get the fuck out of my town. Forever fucking 40-year-olds. I friend zone an already shy guy in college and now five years I fell for him. Please help. Erasing an ex. Asking a younger bloke out without looking like a creep. Help an Aussie chick out. What gives messaging a co-worker all day while get sitting right next to each other? The high school ex talking to a guy fresh out of a six-year relationship jerks off to my IG. Any, any, any of these? Um,
2: there, there's one. I can't remember. There's one that... Um, uh, I can... Go with the can someone be too broke to date thing. Okay,
0: let's do the too broke to date.
2: This is um, funny because um, like um, in China, like a lot of the comedians, as I said, like Mm. they are, like first of all, the comedians are very young in China because you have to be, you know, like... Uh, young you know into new things and not to be comedian so a lot of them are like just fresh graduates or they're even like in school still sure and then or if even if they're graduated they're doing comedian slash some like you know just very low-paid job Mm -hmm. so they're all not complaining but they're making jokes about you know them being single because they're too broke Uh, for girls to date i I can understand (laughs) that and
0: like also like that you know it's it's less too broke to date i think a lot of times it's like too not sure of my future to make you any promises
2: that is so well put Yes. right like and and
0: it's sometimes like i mean i sometimes people be like you know it doesn't matter how old you are if you're not happy in your job or in your life and you don't know what five years kind of presents for you It's tough to like take what you feel like when you start dating someone is you're taking them along for your ride that you don't know where it's going. Yeah. So it's hard to make any promises to anyone. Let's read the email. I'm 24 and moved to NYC earlier this year and I've recently decided to try out Hinge dating apps. Hinge is another dating app like Tinder. There were too many
2: dating apps here.
0: There's a lot. I'm a Hinge fan. I met up with a guy from Hinge, 26, decent job. I swear this pertains to the story. At a bar Sunday afternoon, we had drinks, watched football game, and then part of the baseball game. I thought the date went well. We seemed to click, made out at the end of the date, and left it that we would hang out again soon. I hadn't heard from him, so I texted him and got this response. Okay. Hey, I had fun the other night. We should hang out again soon. Here's his response. Hey, I had fun the other night, too. Definitely want to hang out again soon, but between Oktoberfest, Yankee playoff games, and booking Yacht Week for next year, my wallet is hurting right now. Ha ha. Okay.
2: This is different than I expected. (laughs) This
0: is hilarious. Between Oktoberfest, Yankee playoff games, Yacht Week. (laughs) You can't mention Yacht Week. And your wallet being light.
1: Come on, buddy. Come on, dude. <laughs>
2: okay. This I mean, is a different, different story. Like, uh,
1: <laughs> but how? I have tea with the queen. Wait, have you seen that one tweet? It's like, how, somebody please help me budget. And it, like, list like, I have ten dollars for food, twenty for transportation, <laughs> fifty thousand on candles. What yeah. am I doing <laughs> wrong?
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. It also is. It's also like very, like, do you have any relation to this, Nora? I'm wondering, because it feels very millennial American to be like, oh, I got, I got, to like make your excuse about money, but then you're doing all these other things with your money. You
1: can't go out. My dog has yoga classes.
0: Yeah. How will I go out? I I, I can't go out this week. I have to get the, the prime rib ready. Um, my new Gucci loafers are coming in and I have to get them fitted. And I just can't be worried dating and spending money on this.
2: Yeah, I mean, just, oh my God. Like, I don't <laughs> even know where to start. Like, what do you expect in this guy? He's just like, you're fun. You're one of the fun things to do, but
0: <laughs> like, just. He's basically saying, uh, let's go to her email because she writes, okay. I got, uh, is this a valid reason? To give background, our date consisted of me drinking three Bud Lights, no food, <laughs> and I offered to split the tab or just bl- or just a blow off. Would you love to hear your thoughts? Love the podcast. I went to your show last night in NYC. Thank you. Oh, she was at one of the shows. Uh, also, would love a celebrity lookalike. She's very cute. Shelby has a knack for finding celebrity lookalikes to our listeners. Oh. So he's very good at it. Um She's cute. And in this picture, she's also drinking Bud Lights. She has both hands full of Bud she Lights. She looks
2: cute and nice. Yeah. I don't know what's the guy's problem. Well, uh, so uh, <laughs>
0: what he's said, she's 24. She meets this guy who's 26, decent job. What he's basically saying is
2: How should she respond?
0: I, well, he's saying, Listen. I do a lot of shit and I just want you to hook up with me without having to put a lot of money into this. He said that wrong. I mean, if I was to give him advice, I'd be like, yeah, just play a little bit aloof and text her out on a Saturday night when you're out. Like, it sounds like he just, he's getting too in front of it. but I mean, kind of luckily for her because then she knows what he's all about. Mm -hmm. Like, this has nothing to do with you as a person or whether the date went well or not.
1: Yeah, This is him
0: saying, I'm looking for someone to hook up with me where, on my schedule and on my um, budget. My budget. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shelby, any thoughts on her lookalike? I was thinking
1: Sophia Bush. Ooh.
0: Let's see. Sophia Bush. I see it. Wow. Classic Shelby, you're back, baby. Lookalike confirmed. Will the group <laughs> chat agree? <laughs> right? Nora, what do you think? Pretty good.
2: Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: He nailed it. Totally. Wow. Shelby, killing it right now. Back on the grind. Well...
2: By yeah. the way, Shopee is an AI, so he's not a real human being. He's not a real human. That's why human he's being.
0: that quick and matching yeah. and everything. <laughs> That's how it goes. Well, do we have uh, where de- where are we at right now? We're at uh, hour 3. Okay, we have time for one news item with Nora? Uh, yep. Let's do one piece of news. We'll we'll discuss a news topic. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. You've been great. Give it a uh, everyone go follow Nora Yang at Nora Yang 37. Go follow, go support. Uh, she was hilarious last night. I got to say, you were so funny. Three years in, that's crazy. You are great. Um, let's do some news, Shelby.
1: Well, uh, Nora, you're on a trip here. Jared, you like to take trips sometimes Love a good around trip. the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, the influencer Bethany Baird. Have you okay. heard of her? No. Don't. Bethany... Don't Google yet. Okay, well, her, her name might come up. Okay. Uh, she runs the religious lifestyle website, Girl Defined.
0: Okay. Religious lifestyle website. Mm hmm. Okay, what religion is she?
1: I'm going to take a hard, correct guess and say Christian.
0: Okay, is religion big in China? I don't know.
2: No. Not really. No, it's not. But you will see churches and you will see temples but it's just not big. I think this is something that's really missing in China that people are still busy with the material life. Oh, They're not yet worrying because there are still a lot of people that's not living a great life. They're just like surviving or like they're just like, you know, I'm talking about the rural area Uh of China. There's still a large number of them. Mm -hmm. So I don't think they have yet the energy to you know, explore spiritually. The time to
0: even get into that stuff. Yeah. Okay. What's going on with Bethany?
1: So she took a trip to Austria, Mm -hmm. big trip, and uh, had some family uh, there in the past. And along one of her posts, she wrote about the sobering time she spent at World War II sites. Okay. Especially with family that lived in Austria at the time. She said, a one, another wonderful day in Austria. We had the opportunity to visit some World War II sites. It's always a sobering experience to think through all that happened at that time. With family that lived in Austria and were directly impacted by the war, I have a special interest about learning what they went through. Mm. She uh, also showed her followers a picture of the grave of her great-grandfather Hans Groblitzer in okay. the town of Saulfelden. Okay, people did a little research. See, the internet
0: is—I'm uh, <laughs> sure. What's crazy about the internet is like they'll see everything. They, someone's gonna go and search out your dead grandfather, and we're gonna find out that he did something. Right?
1: <laughs> they found out that he was. <laughs> A Nazi who was a mayor of the town oh, no. from 1938 to 1945 when- uh, you know,
0: Mayor Nazi? Well,
1: 1945, maybe the Nazi reign came to an end. Uh, she's been reached for comment, but she can- Do you she, think she knew? Uh, no. No. I mean- That's one of those things that you're like, we're
0: canceling your debt. You know, like the cancel. (laughs) We're canceling your dead Nazi grandfather. It's like, yeah, I think he's dead. Like, I I don't know. Like, I I mean, it is. I'm I'm looking at a girl defined here. We're on her blog.
2: But I feel like um, like we've heard a lot of news about how people are being digged out of their like history Mm. in the past now in the states especially like people have to be pc but you cannot be too pc because they still want to see you you know be expressive and voicing your thoughts out i I find it to be really like it's an interesting dilemma i would say it's an
0: interesting dilemma i you know there's it's interesting because like
2: like where comes the freedom of speech? Like I don't know. Like- well, 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 it's
0: funny because when I was in China, it, there was something refreshing about how direct everyone was. They were very direct. There was really? no. Did you do? You, am I wrong in saying that? It felt like in China, like people just say things to you. Like there's no like. Uh, am I shaming? Like it's just like no. This is the fact. We're just going. You know, like it. It kind of felt like. There's a window dirty. Clean the window. Uh, like it wasn't like, I, I made the joke last night that China felt like yeah. America without Jews. <laughs> yeah. Just the the fact that there was no one being like, ah, well, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. There's not a lot of that that I felt. It, mm-hmm. it felt like people were just, you know, here we're, we're very, right now the timing is I'm very worried about if I post a picture of my grandfather, someone goes and searches my, listen, I'm not, on the side of a Nazi uh, as, as a, a mafia. I told yeah, you Yeah, <laughs> as a mafia. I'm not like pro Nazi, but I'm also like, what is this girl going to do? Yeah. Like obviously she didn't, she wasn't sitting there in Austria going, man, I I'm just sad. I, you know, like, I don't know. I don't, I, like I want to look to the good in people. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that she was like sitting there being like, if only Grampy was still around to hate Jews. Like, I don't think that was her intention i hope no. not so it's funny to go search out like 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 if i posted a picture of my grandparents would people search them out and find out what they did to make it now i have to pay yeah for the things my grandparents you know i don't know this is how far back do we go how do we exactly when like, does it end
2: you cannot like just just because our parents or grandparents we're involved in some sort of things doesn't mean that you are one of the bad person. I don't think that's happening. I think it's still going to come down to person.
0: But then the, what they say is that they go, "Well, you've benefited off of the bad things," uh, you know, like, and it's like, and and on and on and on, like it's a. It's, I'm not a slippery slope guy because I think that argument kind of like stops us from having a. Con- you know, do you mm-hmm. understand slippery slope? Do you guys have that? So like everyone, it's like, well, if this happens, then this will yeah. happen, then this will happen. It's like. I don't like that argument, but now we're seeing people slide down the slope. Like people are actually going down the slippery slope and making people pay. You know, so I don't like slippery slope arguments, but now we're seeing it happen so much that I'm like, I guess I have to, we have to be wary of the slippery slope
1: argument.
2: Yeah, it's It's scary. It's really scary.
0: So Shelby, thank you for bringing the news.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Go follow, go support. Nora Yang, this was fantastic.
2: Thank you for having me. This is so much fun of talking about girls' dormitory things <laughs> with a man.
0: <laughs> so all of you go follow Nora on Instagram. I'm following because I just think it's so interesting to follow someone, you know, doing stand-up in another part of the world. Um, I'm cheering for you. Uh, hopefully...
2: You will come to China again. Hopefully, Hopefully I come to China
0: And I'm doing shows in Shanghai. And we can be on the same show again. All of you go follow Nora at Nora Yang 37. On
1: Engage with the guest on social media. Do
0: that at Nora Yang 37. I'm Jared Fried. If you're in Philly, New York, Boston, and D.C., the Live You Up podcast is coming. If you're in Springfield, Massachusetts, I'm coming um, in December. If you're in Naples, Florida, I'm coming in January. And that's where we are right now. Um, I'm also, the San Diego date was rescheduled for February. So it's all going to be on my website, jaredfree.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. Great job, J-Train. Another perfect episode.